This is In the Know for Wednesday, July 26, the 207th day of 2023. There are 158 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll talk with Rose Booth from the Daughters of American Revolution, and we will give you a chance to win later on in the program. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I know you like to stay up to date on all the latest uh, fashion crazes. Oh, yes. Because so if mean. nothing says epitome of fashion like you. Right. Uh, I, but, you know, in uh, when it comes to beachwear and things, you want to be you want to be fashion forward. And I want to prepare you for a bizarre new uh, trend hitting China beaches and so soon to be coming to uh, beaches across the United States. It's the face kini. Uh, oh because my. of uh, a mid-record heat, people are looking to try and um, uh, beat the wow. heat by wearing um, what uh, you could easily rob a bank wearing oh. one of those. That's how you would kind of describe that. Um, that is terrible. Yeah, that is terrible, isn't it? But Just stay uh, in the house. You can stay in the house. And also, I, I would say if you're going to wear a face kini, make it match. Right. right, because that's one of the biggest clashes that uh, there is. You know, the there is so much the going body on suits there. meets the face kini. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is Google face kini, and you'll yeah. know um, <laughs> immediately what we are talking about. So, uh, <laughs> one of those would look great on Rough River, although people would think you're robbing a bank. So, hang on. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm running a little behind. Kind of, yeah. you know, I'm kind of with you there. Technology, that type of stuff. When uh, things don't work, like the internet, it's uh, problematic. I do know that you are constantly keeping your fingers on the pulse of the sports world and uh, evolving sports uh, contests that may be worthy of coverage. Yes? Sure. Okay. Well, down in Japan, perhaps this might be coming to the United States soon, too. In Japan, they have public contests that are held to see who in a town can break wind the loudest and longest. And the winners enjoy fame and prizes for Mm. their deeds. Is that something you would like to cover? (laughs) Sounds like something that could happen at the Caneyville Fair, right? (laughs) Sounds like you could weave that into all kinds of different uh, uh, fairs and festivals. Did you want to be a judge for that? (laughs) I mean, no, not really. Uh, So I guess it's the loudest and the longest? Loudest and the longest. So, I mean, you you got a decibel meter. Do you get extra points for... For uh, other aspects of it, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure if there are specialty categories or not. But uh, they, I just say they do it differently in Japan. Fair enough. I'm surprised. You, enough. If you would have told me to guess what country that would have, maybe been the last one, I would have guessed where it would have happened. Well, uh, is that the area where you're supposed to burp? Like when the meal is good, you, if you burp, you slurp. Okay. Yeah, so I know you some like, areas yeah, are supposed you to burp. Slurp when you when oh, you're like yeah. drinking soup or something. Slurp is the way to tell you that it's good. Okay. 
All right. Well, I, I should. I'll bet this contest has been held in the United States somewhere. We just don't. Uh-huh. Know. It wasn't yeah. on the Ocho. It, probably uh, not official, but <laughs> yes. you know, it wasn't at the Caneyville Fair growing up. <laughs> I don't think it was Maybe a sanctioned event. It might, camps. It, it might have happened on a school bus somewhere, <laughs> yeah. but was, a school bus you were on. <laughs> I don't think it was ever one uh, I was on. Goodness. But uh, we are at midweek, and so this will be the step up and ramp up to uh, the heat of the week. Yes, I know it's been warm the last couple of days. It's going to be even warmer going forward. We're going to see even a heat advisory for areas of the region on Friday. Temperatures will soar into the mid to upper 90s for highs, and humidity will push the end index to around 105 to end the week. Uh, it, it was so muggy last evening, it felt like you were wearing a sweater outside. And will that those conditions will continue. Partly cloudy, 94 today, scattered thunderstorms, an overnight low. 78 is the overnight low, and it'll still be 80 degrees at probably midnight, and it won't get to 78 until just before uh, sunrise tomorrow. Then tomorrow there's a heat advisory with a high of 96. Regionally, maybe a couple degrees cooler here for us between the lakes, and uh, just gets warmer from there. Friday, 98. We're not at high school football quite yet. Yeah, not quite yet. That would have been pretty miserable. If you look uh, over the next 10 days, there are only two days where the high is only in the 80s, and that's Monday at 89, and next Friday is, what, 80? 89. uh, 89. Okay, it's clipped over there on that side. So there you go. All right. Um, Good news, perhaps breathing a sigh of relief. The nation is breathing a sigh of relief because the UPS has reached a tentative contract with the, I believe it's the Teamsters, with 340,000 unionized workers potentially dodging a calamitous strike. So over the last, um, I'm in, in particular over the last 20 years, I know we've all become much more reliant on the men and women in brown bringing us our uh, goods and I, I've almost considered putting our guy on the website. He's in here so often sometimes. Might, might as well. I mean, there was <laughs> a time, like you know, when you when you change Christmas cards and you knew them by name and their mm-hmm. families and and we don't uh, we don't have quite that same relationship now like we once did, but um they are they're they're team members of so many different businesses because they're in and outdoors every day. But imagine if they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So you think uh, not having new television and new movies to watch is something. Imagine when stuff stopped arriving at your doorstep that you've come to rely upon. And I know, as my mom always said, is that the the real way to say that it's summer is coming is when the UPS man breaks out the shorts. That's right. When yeah. the UPS breaks out the shorts, you know that... Uh, you know that uh, warm weather is on its, it's way. The better version of Punxsutawney Phil. That's right. Uh, they're probably more reliable mm-hmm. as well. the The voting and it's a, it's a deal agreed to in principle. Still has to be voted on by the union, but they expect it's the the best deal that they're going to get. And one of the things that were in the deal were that I didn't realize that UPS was still delivering on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And that was one of the concessions. They gave them an additional holiday. And there were things in there like uh, more air-conditioned trucks. There were some pay raises in there. Um, Amazing that that wasn't already a thing. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I think some of them are. Uh, but I I, I, I think uh, the union was saying we gotta have we got to have more. So uh, nonetheless, but I assume. So get their trucks into, what, 1985? I guess. We, we should call them also the Right Turn Brigade. You know, all the UPS trucks, they only want to turn right. They don't want to turn left. To turn right is much more efficient to do that. So it looks like a crisis averted. 
on that. Police in Bowling Green have identified the suspect accused of murdering a WKU student. The Bowling Green Police Department said an arrest warrant was issued for 21-year-old Malik Jones after he allegedly gunned down 21-year-old Diana Morgan Sunday night about 10 o'clock. Morgan was found outside a uh, Bowling Green apartment complex on Russellville Road when police responded to the area to a assault, assault in progress. The victim was from Savannah, Georgia. She was a student at WKU. Jones is considered armed and dangerous, and if anyone encounters a suspect, do not approach. Call 911. You can see a picture at K105.com. A uh, sad story out of uh, Onton, but uh, down in the McLean County area. A mother and daughter from McLean County were found dead yesterday afternoon inside their vehicle that was submerged in the Green River. That's according to the Webster County Coroner and the McLean County Sheriff's Office. Webster County Coroner first confirmed the deaths just after 6 p.m., and the Sheriff's Office issued a statement at 622 after the families, uh, the women's family had been notified. Law enforcement said the women, 59-year-old Regina Payne and 80-year-old Bonnie Mays, left Riverside Manor in Calhoun for a trip to Owensboro late Friday night before they went missing. Townsend said the vehicle was found submerged Tuesday in the Green River just north of a boat ramp in Onton. That's in Webster County. And he said uh, the divers located the vehicle and verified the license plate matched. Townsend said the drivers waited until his deputies got there before they completely pulled the vehicle out. Uh, the preliminary investigation points to accidental deaths, and as of right now, it looks like they just drove off into the river. The area is not well lit, and it is dark. And if you're Terrible. disoriented, you are in trouble before you know it. And also went to mention that uh, there's not a whole lot of signage. And went on to say further, don't know how they got to this area. They're from McLean County. They went on a day trip to Owensboro. How they got into Webster County, um, I'm sure they will figure out and not know. We tend to think of our rivers and lakes, like Rough River, most of the ramps have a pavement extension below the waterline. Mm-hmm. Now, when the when the water is low during um, winter pool, and, and right now you sometimes get to the end of those ramps and you can see where they end. But in this on the Green River, there were basically... The roadway did not extend into the river. There was just a big drop-off. So, it, you know, in my mind, I go, well, how come they didn't realize they were wading into water? You know, because I think of it like our lakes. Like, we well, you just gradually go in like you're launching a boat. But if you're going straight in, you're in, you know, and before you realize that there's no, uh, there's no uh, going in reverse. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely sad. A domestic disturbance led to the police pursuit of a Beaver Dam man, which ended in a crash. Happened Sunday night. Deputies dispatched to a domestic disturbance on Rochester Road. They found a male suspect had left in a white pickup just before their arrival. They located that vehicle being driven by 42-year-old John Anderson on 231, initiated a traffic stop, but he fled at a high rate of speed. The um, pursuit continued, and he attempted to run over. Um, he nearly struck a cruiser at the intersection of Bruce School Road and Highway 231. Pursuit continued, tried to run over sheriff's deputy, finally uh, apprehended after using spike strips and uh, arrested. Was he singing 90s country while he was doing it then? Perhaps. Could have been. John Anderson. Homicides <laughs> in Kentucky's most populous county were undercounted in a law enforcement report that came out uh, last week, but the number would still give the state a double-digit drop in homicides in 2022. The statewide crime report said that 64 homicides were reported in Jefferson County 
instead of 164 reported by the LMPD. The statewide report released last week stated that homicides in Kentucky had dropped from 647 in 21 to 431 last year. The higher number in Jefferson County would bring the 2022 total to 531. So a slight amendment to that total on crime that we gave you earlier. Bellarmine University is accepting applications for the 23-24 school year for a program that prepares science and mathematics teachers for high-need middle and high school settings. Thanks to a five-year, $1.45 million grant from the National Science Foundation, the Noyce Knights Scholar Program means the total cost of attendance is covered for the recipients. So you can find out uh, more about that. It's called the MAT Program, Master of Arts in Teaching Program. So anyway, if you're interested in that That's type of thing, cool. there might mm-hmm. be some opportunity there for the Bellarmine Knights. A Lexington man sentenced to 10 months for selling counterfeit masks during covid The uh, U.S. District Judge Karen Caldwell sentenced a Lexington business owner to 10 months after he was convicted and after pleading guilty of selling counterfeit N95 respirator masks during the pandemic. Nathan Brown, 47, of Lexington, is a had a company specializing in antique wood reclamation, directed his company to begin importing and selling medical-grade N95 respirators. 100,000 of which they brought from a company in China and sold them to customers throughout the United States. He acknowledged information from multiple sources that uh, they were, uh, masks were imported from China were counterfeit. So, mm. you can't be doing that. No. I'm surprised they didn't get him for more than that. If they could have tied, like, some, uh, unless they just couldn't have tied any deaths or anything to it. Yeah, it'd be hard, hard dots to connect, I would suppose. Uh, the Reds ha- uh, hung on last night in the ninth to win 4-3 to three at Milwaukee, and the Brewers' lead now is a half game in the NL Central. That was pivotal, right? They play again it tonight. A, it, was a, it was a wild ride last night. There's no question about that. 4-3. to 4-3, uh, so they're half a game out, and they play again at, uh, I think, 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, if the Reds win, they're in first place headed to L.A. So they would be up a half game? Correct, yeah, because yeah, they're be back a half, half game right now, so they'll either, they'll either go to L.A., down a game and a half, or up a half a game. Uh, this story is making national news. If you're on uh, Instagram, you might you might want to look this up. Uh, I'm not, but a Bluegrass State bad girl has gone viral for a wild medley of 11 mug shots and the crimes that accompanied them after the images were posted on Instagram. 23-year-old Rayana Bell Brock has been busted for everything from shoplifting to terrorism and appears to have enjoyed many of her misadventures, judging from the booking images. With her girl-next-door looks and joyous grin, Brock vaulted to Internet fame last week after the images were featured in a popular Instagram reel. The Chronicle of Chaos appeared on the popular Mug Shoddy account, M-U-G-S-H-A-W-T-Y, which posts notable arrest portraits from across the nation. The former EKU student, who goes by the Queen of Chaos 23 on TikTok, began collecting the shots back in 2018 with a theft bust when she was only 18. Her most recent image shows her smiling widely in an orange jumpsuit, prison jumpsuit in 2020 after being collared for terroristic threatening 
and stalking. Listen, I would hate to be her parents. Okay? I would hate to be her right? parents as well. And, I mean, she looks just so happy about it. It just goes on to show you, though, that people who are starved for attention, mm-hmm. they don't care what kind they get. They don't care if it's good attention. They don't care wow. if it's bad attention. They Any just want good attention. News. Yeah, so I'm going to get my, gonna get my internet fame going here because of my misdeeds. So. we got to get to a break. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation with Rose Booth from the Daughters of the American Revolution. Got an event coming up that you may need to know about. That and more coming up here on In the Know. Today is All or Nothing Day. It is also Aunts and Uncles Day today, honoring a very special pair of relatives. They uh, backup caretakers. Uh, they can, you know, teach you jokes that you probably shouldn't know. Do you have to be a Dodgers fan today, then? No, I do not have to be. A, I could probably be a Phillies fan today, too. I got uh, uncles that like all different kinds of sports programs. It's also the morning. We say uh, good morning and welcome to Rose Booth with the Daughters of the American Revolution. She joins us by phone. Good morning, Rose. Welcome. Morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, I think I know uh, of my life I've heard of the DAR uh, or the Daughters of the American Revolution, but I guess the best place to start is you're probably people not familiar with the organization. What is it? We are a lineage organization that comes down from the American Revolutionary Patriots, and we have uh, been in, in a organization for 10 years in our in our local area. We're the Grayson Springs chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution, and um, we welcome anybody to come and join us or see what we're about. But the reason that I'm on today is because we are having an event on August the 5th, and it's a Saturday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the library. It's calling. We are calling it Find Your Roots, and what we will do is have any woman that's over 18 years old is welcome to come. And we will research right there. We have three researchers that will look up her lineage back to American Revolutionary War Patriot. And it will be from 9 to 12, and it will be at our public library. And we welcome anybody, any woman over 18 to come and just explore us. We'd love to have you and tell you a little bit about the DAR and about our chapter in particular. So I'm I'm curious to know, Rose, who in your family, if you trace back your lineage to the American Revolution, who was your family member that connects that line for you? I have Samuel Taylor, who came from Buckland, Massachusetts, and he was a patriot that fought, and he did gain rank. And uh, there's many of them back there, but he is the one that I came into this organization on. Has it become easier with things like 23andMe and Ancestry.com and basically the Internet at large and digital records, has it become easier to connect these dots and establish uh, lineage, or um, or is it has it always been relatively easy, or is it still hard? Oh, it's hard, but with DNA, that helps a lot because um, the DAR does recognize um DNA, and also with the digitization of stuff, it becomes really good. But you have to watch when you go on the Internet because people put all sorts of stuff on there that you can chase your tail. But uh, it all does help. It makes it a bit easier. Uh, It's also something you mentioned, this being the Grayson Springs chapter. 
of the NSDAR. Is there a significance to the fact that it's the Grayson Springs chapter? I realize that Grayson Springs has a very important role in our history as a community. It was a destination uh, throughout our history for a lot of people that maybe they don't know understand the historical significance. Was there a particular reason that it's the Grayson Springs chapter? When we formed, we had to choose a name. And so we chose the Grayson Springs chapter, and uh, Washington accepted it just because of what you say, the history of it, and um, and the things that happened there, and the skirmishes that happened there during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be appropriate, and uh, and so that's why we um, we adopted the name. So we may have women over the age of 18 in our community that are with us today that have no idea that they have a connection to the American Revolution. And I know you would like to make contact with them and welcome them, the 18 years of age or older, and they'll guide you through the process. As Rose mentioned, there are three researchers that will be on the task of figuring it out. Rose, I understand there is a, a registrar, or or how do I go about, do I need to register for the event? What's my next step? There is no reservation necessary. Okay. Just show up at 9 o'clock. And we do have a registrar, Matilda Nelson, and her number is on the flyer that I gave you. But if anybody has any questions, they can also call me at 270-589-4750, and we'll answer any questions. And we will help them if they're interested through the whole entire process. All right, Rose. Thank you so much for the information. Have a great event coming up on August 5th, okay? Thank you much, Mark. Thank you. That's Rose Booth from the Grayson Springs chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution. The event, August 5th, Grayson County Public Library, 9 to noon. Sam, you probably don't qualify for Daughters of the American Revolution. I don't think you do either. I apologize that we can't let you in. We can't teach you the secret handshake or anything are, such as that. You're saying we is in, you're in it? Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a member by proxy. I'm an honorary, <laughs> you know, they hand out honorary doctorates. They, uh, I'm an honorary, an honorary daughter say, of the American the, Revolution. I, say, I guess there's only one person in the room that she, could even qualify. I guess she could be a daughter of the American Revolution. Uh, she loves the library. She may be there on August 5th to find out. I know you have Irish heritage. You think you have any, you think you have any, uh, um, your your grandmother proposes a connection to Abraham Lincoln. Absolutely, she does. Yeah, I mean, she does. I don't know if it's true or not, but well, I mean, it, she does. She has the documentation. So that would connect you to the presidency, but not necessarily the American Revolution. Yeah, but I, I have bet no you, idea. So do you have his hat? Uh, Abraham Lincoln's hat? Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't have. I think we're using it as a stovepipe. Uh, so nonetheless, that's coming up on August the 5th at the uh, public library. All right, obviously some other big national news headlines today that you must know about. French's mustard. I do like mustard. Announces the debut of new mustard Skittles. Hmm. I love mustard. I, I mean, I so don't do mind I. Skittles. I, I, this I doesn't know. seem like it's a... Is it a it. gag? It doesn't appear to be a gag. I mean, if the Strawberry Queen were to procure some for us for (laughs) snack time, I would not be against trying like one or two, but I don't know that I would buy a pack. The Strawberry Queen must will have to go to some pop-up events in Atlanta, Washington, D.C., or New York City if uh, she wants to procure them earlier. Or you can visit fringes.com slash mustard skittles to enter for a chance to win a pack of the skittles. I don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna well, try here. them. I'll go. I'll. I'll. I'll enter some and see. 
See if we can get some packs. See if we can Will win. you try some if we win? Uh, oh, yeah, I'll try one. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't dislike Skittles, but I'm not all sold out for Skittles. I probably should have actually used this story before the Skittles story. It would have been a better segue from the Daughters of the American Revolution. I don't know if you've spent much time picking apart the detail on your Captain Crunch cereal box over the years, but apparently there has been a major mistake throughout history on the Captain Crunch box. I used to sit and stare at the box. So That's, you know, one of the reasons that's why they put uh, things on the back of right. it to look at while you were eating cereal to entertain you. He has those uh, iconic white mustache, those disembodied eyebrows. He's got a cartoonish bicorn hat, those fancy epaulets, and shiny buttons adorning his double-breasted coat. But if you have paid very close attention over the years until now, the stripes on his jacket, on his uniform, are below the rank of captain. So Ooh. they finally saw the error of their ways. There were only three stripes, and that's the rank of commander, not captain. So technically, they have he's, been, he's been wearing a commander's uniform all these years. But he's not a years. captain. He's a captain. Well, he's the captain of Crunch. So they are remedying the issue, and they will so be... So they're going to change the box then to captain? They, I don't think they will, but I do think that they are properly giving him, as you can see in this photo, the proper four four stripes on his sleeve to honor him in the proper way. All. Right there on the... See, right here on the cuffs. See, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. Yeah. On, I get it. They're down here on his wrist. Gotcha. That's where okay. his stripes are. And obviously that... So do you think he would have answered to Commander Crunch all these years? Or is it a stolen valor situation? Is it... I, or masquerading as a rank that he wasn't really? I, I don't know the answer, but... I just know it's good. He's going to get his stripes now. And then... The, oh, wait. I had some tweets on the week that you wanted to... X's? Ran across funny tweets. Or what are they... X's or what, what are we supposed to call them I'm, now? I'm staying with tweets. I can't even remember what he wants us to call them. Yeah, I read that he thought he could call them X's, but he's out of his he's out of his tree if he thinks because all those live pe- in Texas, right? People are going to call them X's. That's right. <laughs> that's where they all live. Oh, there were some oh, really good funny. tweets too that I wanted to share with you. Maybe you should call them chirps. Chirp, chirp. But I guess chirp. the bird's gone, so he can't call them chirps anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's ditching yeah, I don't the know whole anything thing. about it. Ditching the whole Quite thing. Frankly, my dear. Uh, funniest tweets of the week. These are from women, so these are women women tweets. So maybe they're chirps, Chir- <laughs> chir- chirps, for, chirps from chicks. Used to work at a call center, and the substitutes people use when they don't know the phonetic alphabet are so funny. She said, "Like, why did this man say C for Czechoslovakia?" And that's uh, Yasmin who said that. Well, I thought, you know, I don't, I, I do pretty well for a while, and then I start to second guess myself. You know, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. I used to know them all. Delta, but- Echo, Foxtrot, but then I stopped at Germany. I was like, gee, Germany is that George? Well, George Harvey, India. Well, I know that I don't know, like listening to the scanner last week, being being the news director, I don't know that they necessarily follow it or they just do like 
ball. They, they just do. they just do yeah. you know dog. And I used to know them when uh, I was danger. a dispatcher back in the day, but now you should hear some of the ones that I come up with. It's hilarious. So my middle initial is D, and I often want to say like D as in dog. It's like, well, don't call yourself a dog. Mm-hmm. But then. I don't know that they would know Dennis. Like, Dennis doesn't come through. So then I'd be like, D as in David. Well, don't confuse them. Your middle name is not David. So I don't mm-hmm. quite often just know. So I just say D as in Delta. That's what I'll do. D yeah, as in like Delta. Goodness. That'll be it. But I got, to, I got to J, and then I went, wait a minute. What's J? I've got one for you. And Jaguar. Kilo, Lima. Jack Wagon. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that, but that, that would be one I would know, but I was try- and I did not look it up on the phonetic. So... I like to make people laugh when I do it. Lima. Yeah. Okay, this next one. Um, <laughs> this this goes back to the story yesterday about the Ferris wheel. Mariana says, the man that invented the Ferris wheel never met the man that invented the merry-go-round. They traveled in different circles. Mm. Mm. That was Mariana's joke, not my mm-hmm. joke. But mm-hmm. it's funny that we... We it, yesterday was merry-go-round day, mm-hmm. but if you weren't with us, Yukon shared that Alex said he would be waiting by the Ferris wheel, and he met the merry-go-round and at the at the mall at the mall. And I said, "Well, I mean, a Ferris wheel is just a merry-go-round lying down on its side." To, and then to be clear. we also shared that I think Alex still has flashbacks from having to ride the Ferris wheel at the. Uh, at the uh, Philin Fest last year. Uh, Lucy Huber says, my favorite thing on TV, in TV shows, is when they show actual childhood photos of the actor because you know the actor had to ask their mom Mm -hmm. if they had any old photos of them, and you know she was so excited to dig up her favorite ones for everyone to Mm -hmm. see her baby on TV. I love it. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, so I got it. All right, it's hot. Things are expensive around the globe, but don't go the way of the Brits. British people have turned to a surprising penny-pinching move during an ongoing cost-of-living crisis, skipping on soap during bath time. Experts said we are seeing significant sales drops in the personal health care category, suggesting consumers are cutting back on products not deemed essential as the cost-of-living crisis continues, one of those includes a 48% decline in demand for soap. Okay, but it's French, right? The French? No, the no, Brits. The Brits. The uh, Brits. I was going to say, the French have always been questionable. Well, absolutely. But now, hmm. I will tell you, I did happen to look at my soap supply yesterday and went, don't need any more soap. So maybe they're just going from the, from the version that's already stocked up. Maybe they've got they got it from COVID. Maybe they have a supply of soap that they're using from, and so they're not buying anything. I don't know, but uh, you cannot go without soap. All right, do not go without soap during a heat wave or during an inflationary period, no matter what. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know sharks can live for five centuries? Wow. Shark can live 500 years, five centuries. I just thought you would know that, especially since it's Shark Week. Yeah, I know, right? But I, I don't hold on to that to information. That type of thing. By the way, it got mentioned the other day. Are you less less interested in Shark Week now that you can get the shark content on the Discovery app anytime you want? 
Um, or do you still celebrate Shark Week? I mean, yeah, I, I celebrated a little bit last night. Um, so Jason Momoa is doing Shark Week for this year. Mm-hmm. And although I normally don't jump on the bandwagon of women that think everybody's hot or whatever, mm-hmm. but he, um, yeah, he's not bad to look at. Aquaman? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah, he's a good looking fella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's still a, got the hair? He's good stuff. He's still got the long hair? Um, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch. I have it tagged. Gotcha. I see. All right. Uh, here's today's water cooler question. If you or your household have not won in the last 30 days, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. Up for grabs today. What should we give away, ma'am? Um, probably. Yesterday we did winner's choice, didn't we, Sam? We did, and they Pick Holiday World. They okay. did. Uh, we probably need to do uh, Beach Bend. All right. Beach Bend is up for grabs today. If you or your household have not won, you qualify to win. Must be 18 years of age or older. 270-259-6000. One in, f- one in four of us say we want to avoid this this summer. One in four of us say we want to avoid this this summer. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. One in four of us say we want to avoid this this summer. Barbie broke another box office record. The film just broke a record previously held by one of Christopher Nolan's most beloved movies. Barbie, of course, starring uh, Margot Robbie in... The following the movie's release in theaters, Variety reports that Barbie's box office has just beaten a record held by The Dark Knight for the past 15 years. It had the best ever Monday performance at the box office for a Warner Brothers movie, raking in an impressive $26 million. Got to give them a bunch of credit. Putting the boxes, putting the Barbie boxes in the theaters that women can go have their picture made in. Have you seen you seen a lot of those? I assume that I just like a photo booth. Yeah, it's like a photo booth, but it looks like an actual Mattel box. Oh, that's cool! And you stand in there and you get to take a picture. And I thought that's a like brilliant move. That is people going because you can't do that just anywhere. Mm -hmm. You got to go to the theater to uh, do it. So congratulations! Now for the Transformers fans that do the popcorn box. Yes, exactly right. They do those other things. You know those stand ups. Interesting. I've not seen the movie, and I don't imagine I will for a while, if if at all. But I had no idea. I think most of us are aware that Skipper is Barbie's BFF. Well, I thought Ken was her. But the BFF of Ken is Alan, A-L-L-A-N. And I did not know that, and apparently that is brought back out in the movie. And Mattel says they will not be bringing Allen dolls back to store shelves, but that means that the original 1966 Allen Ken Buddy Barbie dolls are selling on eBay now. There's some listed for like $76. Uh, there's one for $300. So I'd say now all of a sudden there's a premium on these collector's items that people... I, I had no idea that the character even existed. I'm pretty well, sure that we, when I saw the picture, I was like, "Man, that looks a lot like Michael Sarah." And then I was like, "Oh, that's because it is Michael Sarah." It is Michael Sarah. I guess he plays years, Alan. I have a feeling that some of the girls at Mimals knew had, this one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we had quite I, the collection. I, I, Even I was, Donnie and Marie Osmond. Oh, yeah. I remember the Donnie and Marie Osmond mm. ones. Yeah, I don't know if it was uh, my Aunt Donna whose those were or if they were given directly to my Aunt Holly. But I know the Donnie and Marie Barbies. Mm. We had quite the collection. We're at Memo and Granddad's house. So, anyway. Uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga's documentary is coming to Paramount Plus. So, if you want to see their um, their... Uh, process of their making of their album and then their shows that they did, including their, uh, they did a 2021 performance at Radio City Music Hall. So you see that, mate. I still marvel at that story. They showed it again over the weekend uh, on Tony Bennett on CBS Sunday morning where you you could ask him what he had for breakfast and he couldn't tell you. He couldn't tell you that he had a conversation with you last week. He couldn't he, uh, you could ask him about a concert that he did last week, and he didn't remember it. But put him in front of a piano, and he could just recall every every note, every word, and would just spot it. It's just weird how the mind and is a is an amazing thing, and it's really sad when you see some of the things that he went through. And those, you know, anyone who's living with a family member who's experiencing that, it's 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 a hard thing. But when you can find them, you know, the, the stuff that is inherent, like it's planted deep within, that's more of a soul thing than a brain thing or a memory thing. It's really neat to see. So it's uh, pretty, pretty remarkable. Good news for American Idol fans. Katie, Luke, and Lionel will all be returning as judges for season 22. Seacrest will be back as well. So he'll have to take a break from his... Wheel of Fortune gig to run his over and AT forty gig and his yeah Kiss right. FM or whatever just, yeah at least he's maybe they should make a special panelist maybe they should put Kelly Ripa as an American Idol judge this year he uh, probably misses her so much from that would be so not, terrible not spending so much Ellen time did it, so like I know her. well now Ellen's funny <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Rock made a historic seven figure donation. To the SAG-AFTRA Foundation amid the strike. So they announced that he wrote a big check, seven figures that they will divide out and help SAG-AFTRA members pay bills, medical bills, uh, food bills. It's uh, being out on strike and doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. So he's deciding, obviously, the entertainment industry has been very good to Dwayne Johnson. So he's saying, I'm going to reinvest that some of that in back into the community to show solidarity with the union. It is not just the actors and the writers. Caterers. Yeah, it affects. Prop businesses who aren't in unions, you know, that they, they are not unionized. Carpenters. Yeah. Now, the carpenters could be part of a union, but they're not necessarily on strike. But when the entertainment industry goes idle, there are all of these industries on the periphery that also have to stop. There's no business for them. So it, it will have a major, uh, major impact. Hulk Hogan, at age 69, is getting engaged to Sky Daily, age 44. Brother. So get it, Hulk. He's still rocking the mustache. I'm sorry. I just don't know how. And I don't know. The Hulk man. There you go. Do you want to go full screen? Speaking, on? speaking of somebody that had his own Barbie doll, like, there were Hulk Hogan dolls that were out there. See, I mean, he looks like he's <clears> still in pretty decent shape for almost 70. Brother. Yeah. And then um, I did read where the the Markles, 
Harry and Meghan are going to change their name yet again. They're going to go back to Spencer. They're dipping the mount, they're dropping the Mount Batten Windsor, and they're just going to go all the way back to Diana's maiden name because apparently Megan has wanted to be Diana from the very beginning. So look for that to look for that to happen in the coming time. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Figure out our winner. The water cooler question got point to ponder. Pearl of wisdom and more coming up here on in the note. MB's point to ponder for today. What weird industry secret did you learn from a job? Now, let's say, this can't be this, it can't be this industry. I was going to say, we've got plenty there. I was say, that would be, that would be hard. And I, I kept running through, like, which one would I choose from this? I'm like, hey, it's, I don't know. So, what weird, what weird industry secret did you learn we, from we a job? Give away the secrets to yeah, the listeners. Weird, like weird, just in general, you can't give them away. Um, I thought of one, I don't know that it's weird, but for some reason I thought of at Druthers when I learned that they used the sear tool, you know, it basically was just a handle that flat surface and Mm -hmm. you put it on the patties to wake Mm -hmm. them down Mm -hmm. to get them to get that better sear. I thought, Oh, interesting secret. I didn't know that one, but I was trying to think in the others that I've been in this one for so long. I'm like, I don't know what I would even what I would even say. Did you learn any like brief time as a dispatcher or no. uh, in uh, training or anything like you think of? Really, I mean, what comes to mind is I don't know that it's weird. It's actually really really cool. Um, I worked in daycares when I was in college. I, I did a plethora of things when I was in college, but anyway, daycare was one of them. And the the tables that have the the built-in seats for the little kids, I thought that was the coolest invention ever. Okay. Right? But I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. It's not weird or anything, but working in the restaurant, it was interesting to learn about just how much prep work goes into getting all of the different food options ready for the day. It always amazed me. Like, an adult had to go in the back and put the wire mesh glove on and fillet the fish. Like the fish would come in on the big like things, but somebody had to put a. I thought that that metal glove was weird. Like, mm. and then they would slice it off with a knife, and then we would, you know, that would batter and fry. So that's some of the prep that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the items like that are. Teenagers not allowed to use the mesh glove. Well, o- see, only adults. The so the slicer was our thing. Is that you had to be? I think the law. The rule was is that you had to be 18 to use the slicer. So my goal was is that I just never told them when I turned 18, so I never had to use it. <laughs> because no the birthday worst, celebrations here. <laughs> the, the worst part about the uh, the slicer was cleaning the slicer. Oh, yeah. On television tonight. Oh, I forgot to tell you the water cooler question. The answer was one in four of us want to avoid doing this I summer. I and I saw did someone say heat stroke, <laughs> and then uh, sunburn was one. And what were some of the other? Do you remember any of the uh, others? I that put you saw? back to school shopping. Back to I school thought shopping. That, trying I to avoid like, that. I put cookouts, like tan or sun, avoid, avoid and it. children. Uh, yeah, avoid children. Helping someone move was the answer. Hmm, really? Helping someone move. I didn't see very That's many just of in those. The summer? Just in the summer. Twenty twenty. Looks like we we only had two people. Two people got it. Okay. Somebody Google. Would you like heads or tails? Uh, heads. Seventy-seven twenty-seven. Seventy-seven twenty-seven. We'll contact you. Congratulations on TV tonight, Big Brother twenty-fifth anniversary celebration. So Woo-hoo. Julie Chen Moonves 
We'll go back through the 25 uh, seasons. It's not 25 years, 25 seasons of it. I've only seen like the last four. So Frenchie, that's all I got, I right? I don't know. Wasn't he a thing? Yeah, Frenchie was a thing. Uh, My Strange Arrest, the series premiere on A&E. And on Discovery, Air Jaws, Final Frontier. Like Jaws the Shark? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Shark, Shark Week. Okay. Shark Week. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2016, Hillary Clinton became the first woman to be nominated for president by a major political party. In 1775, the Continental Congress established a post office and appointed Benjamin Franklin its postmaster general. Sam Houston died, uh, former president of Texas, died in 1863. Fidel Castro began, began his revolt against Batista in 1953. Apollo 15 launched from Cape Kennedy, this date in 1971. George W. Bush signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, this date in 1990. Birthdays today, Darlene Love is 82. Mick Jagger is 80. Helen Mirren is 78. Roger Taylor from Queen is 74. Dorothy Hamill is 67. Kevin Spacey is 64. Gary Sharon from Journey is 62. Sandra Bullock is 59. Jeremy Piven is 58. Jason Statham is 56. TV host Chris Harrison is 52. Between, He's the between, bachelor. He's the bachelor host. Chris was, Harrison was. Uh, Did they switch him? Yeah, I think uh, Jesse Palmer. I think oh, yeah, Jesse Palmer. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's a tech of a musician and... An actor called Pretty good. Why well, you throw Mick Jagger in there and it helps go a long way to solidifying well, your category. Roger Taylor, you said right? Absolutely. George Bernard Shaw in 1856. Aldous Huxley in 1894. Ugh. Gracie Allen in 1902. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. 1921, Gene Shepard. Ah. Gene Shepard, mm-hmm. who wrote the book that inspired A Christmas Story and is the narrator of A Christmas Story and appears in the movie A Christmas Story. He says, hey, kid, that's where the line ends. The line starts back there. God we trust, all others they cast. That's right. Somebody I know has a first edition of that book. Yeah. 1928, Stanley Kubrick and Dobie Gray, born in 1940. I'll let you all have your Christmas story moments. In 1950, you're outnumbered. You might as well just that- admit I'll stand by my... Let's go to 1952. Vera Lynn and Alfreda Jane, sweetheart. I'd rather listen to this than watch Christmas Story. Oh. Listen. One of these days. See, my flip-flops are already in the floor. The reason he's saying it is only two minutes and 48 seconds. Well, I'll listen to it. How long is Christmas? An hour and a half? I guess I'd listen to an hour and a half of that. Okay. I'd I'd like to yeah I'd like to see your yeah. brain be scrambled into mush. Listen to that song for that long. Bobby Lewis tossing and turning number one in sixty one. You'd look like one of those Looney Tunes characters where they have the all the weird things coming off of their heads like they've been run over. Let's go to nineteen seventy. David Gates and Bread. I knew it as soon as I hey, heard that. Have you ever tried? Make it with you. Really reaching out for the other side. <laughs> you want me to keep going? 1970. Oh, yeah. I have that one on a list. She, good times in 1970. Good times. 
Let's go to 1988. Misty's excited somewhere. Do you have to listen to this every time you drive past the Pumpkin Center? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, they've got a thing buried in the road. When you drive across it, it just plays oh, like no. on big sound I didn't know if her, if her scarecrow had one of those <laughs> one of those buttons. It's, a blue, it's in a Bluetooth speaker at the foot of the... <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing games with my heart. Backstreet Boys, number one in 97. And let's go to 06, Nelly Furtado and Timbaland and Promiscuous. Then in 2015, eight years ago today, Omi was number one with Cheerleader. I believe that's on eight years old already. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to swim. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to swim. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.